You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. This is week 21 of the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Dumaney along with Colin Ward and guest number three of our first year of doing this will join us later on in the show. A little teaser. He's a Nashville first rounder, so get 20, you a little excited. 24th from 24th overall? 25th. 25th in 2019, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, he'll be coming up in... Hmm... 15? Trying to be a math guy. Yeah, 10, 15 minutes. Big math guys now. Yeah, sure. Big math guys, except when I had airplane mode on my phone the other day. Yes, you <laughs> will bring tough. that up. I'll, br- actually, that I'll, was tough. I'll bring that up right now after we uh, oh, after I tough. lay down what yeah, else is coming up. 24th overall to Nashville. 24? I thought it was 24th. 25th. Jeez, that's brutal. Oh, it's all good. I don't Broad have the list in front It's of all me. good. My uh, airplane mode story is worse. Yeah, it's worse. Um, that's bad. Okay. We're also get to Paul McFarlane returning to the uh, Kingston Frontenacs. He's back. Our all-name bracket rolls on in round two. Our first matchup of round two is over. And, and the favorites he's, are going on. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Big dub for the man up in Kingston. Oh, yeah. Big week for the Frontenacs. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I honestly think it's going to come down to Wiz and uh, Shanton. Yep. Wisdom and Shanton, I think yep. it's going to come down to. The Eastern uh, Conference Final. The Eastern final. Conference Final, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Niagara-Kingston. Yep. It'll be a fun one. Yeah, it will. All right, so we'll get to that later on. Uh, but first to Colin's airplane mode uh, story. So, so I everyone ha- knows on your phone you have airplane mode, right? Yeah, I clicked the y- that, Yeah, but I meant to click that, and I didn't realize it. That's why it was like that. Oh, that's why. Oh, you explained it differently while we were playing Shell. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so okay. I, I so, tried and shut it off, and I pressed the wrong one, but it still shut off anyway. So once you turn on airplane mode, your yeah. Wi-Fi once you turn on airplane, off. yeah, but you can have Wi-Fi on during it while you have airplane really? mode. Yep. <laughs> I always had to shut off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get through it in the states. So I just put it on airplane mode, but Wi-Fi still works. Oh. It's just data won't work. Yeah. You know, you want to try it anyway. So no, go. I'm good. Whoop. I mean. My plan's okay. I think it's seven bucks a day, which actually isn't too bad. Yeah, but I'd be in trouble. <laughs> I'd be in trouble. Does your provider not provide you with cross-border well, services? Well, let's just let's just say Bell and I have a history of yeah, oh, yeah. not getting I'm along. I'm with us. Yeah. So Bell and I have a history there of button heads, Wi-Fi. Yep. Wi-Fi gate, but there wasn't a Wi-Fi gate because we won gate. the series. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wi-Fi gate. Yeah, but I lagged out in two games. Same. Or no one. Yeah, I you, one. you did one. We liked out both in game three. three. Yeah, we lost game three. Yeah. What a one if we didn't like it. Yeah, it's over anyways. We yep. won. It's like a month ago. <laughs> We're still talking it about it. It was a month ago. Holy yeah. crap. I didn't realize it was that long ago. Fun times. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. On to the news from Kingston. We talked about it last week, uh, possible replacements and None of them were probably even thought about because they are turning to a familiar face. Paul McFarland will return from the Toronto Maple Leafs to be the head coach of the Kingston Frontenacs starting whenever the next season starts. Great great move for them. I mean, he was a coach when they had that record year, right, in 15-16, so it's a good yep. move. We kind of said that last week, mentioned Doug Gilmore. I feel like he had a lot to do with this, even though he's not the coach. Well, yeah, there's still the connections Leafs. there, but for feel, sure. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot, and I feel like there's a little bit of plan in into that. Yeah. Yeah. McFarland uh, told the media in a conference call that uh, his passion and ambition is to be a head coach. And the only way that, and I think the only way to be a head coach is to gain that experience. And the CHL for me is, gr- if not the best, one of the best development leagues for oh. all of hockey. That goes for players, but also staff. Officials, too. Yep. See some, you see some officials that work their way up to the show from the mm-hmm. CHL. I mean, I like the move. It's hard probably to go right from the CHL to the NHL to be a head coach, yeah. but he could for sure get a gig in the E or in the AHL. Yep. Yeah, Rocky Thompson went from the head coach of the Windsor Spitfires to uh, coach of the Lehigh Valley Phantoms, that's the a ba- that's affiliate like, of Philly. There's a lot of good names in the AHL. Mine like baseball, too. I know, eh? The there's a AAA team called the Rumble Ponies. Yeah. That's I think that's a Phillies organization, I think. It might be. Maybe they're the Iron Pigs. Yeah, they're the Iron Pigs. One of them. Yankees are... 
I don't know. The Paw Sox were good, too. With, uh, oh, yeah. The They're still around, aren't they? Yeah. Boston. Pawtucket Red Sox. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Cool names. But, I mean, we had that debate. It's hard to go right from junior to the NHL. Mm-hmm. I think this is the right move because I think there's an easier transition to become a boss to move up again. I think you have to take the one step, the one league back to you know, two steps forward. And I yep. think that's what they're doing right here. It's a perfect opportunity. I mean, who wouldn't want to coach that Kingston team? I mean, Shane Wright. Yeah. Exceptional. Chromiak, first round pick. Yep. Oh, no doubt. Well, and McFarlane also being not the winningest head coach in team history, but the best success. one of the season, he was the best record Kingston has ever yeah, had. He's the had 15, the most success. Season. He's had the most success. Yeah. So, I mean, it, Kingston wants to make sure they have the right man in charge because they want they have to make a run here. This is so mm-hmm. big for that fan base because you watch a couple of Kingston games, you see the crowds weren't very good. So I mean, now you see. Yeah, I don't understand that. Why would you not want to go watch Shane Wright, Wisdom, Crone? Like, why? They have the best core in the CHL or in the OHL for sure. And next year, two years, they'll have the best core in the CHL yep. for sure. If Chromiak's back for his second year after the draft, that's a first round pick. Yep. If that agreement doesn't change, plus he's a European, so yeah, that's yeah, it's tough. But that, I mean, would that be his OA year though, right? Be in two years from now, there'd be his fourth draft year in the this league. year. No, it'd be his fourth year. Okay, yeah. he'd still have three more years yeah, after but his draft. That's yeah. a tough if. They have, well, to a, yeah. they have to have a big import draft this year. They have a good pick in the import draft. Mm-hmm. If they get another good Euro to come over, they have two solid lines. I mean, they have a Curie. Yeah. Collins. They yeah. got a few guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, well, and that's plus where... this year. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's where, uh, that's where that uh, window has started to open for the Frontenacs with McFarland. Uh, uh, right, wisdom, uh, all these guys, and right will more than likely be gone after he is drafted. drafted. More than likely, he'll probably be a first, second, third overall pick, uh, depending where the dominoes fall in the 2022 NHL draft. That's yeah, what, that's right. Yeah, yeah, 2022. Yeah, um, and that's where McFarland. I think if Kingston wins an OHL championship or a Memorial Cup possibly, or even making it to the OHL finals. That's where I think McFarland wants to be in his development as a oh, coach. Sure. He and wants to come in there and have I think success. he'd get a head coaching job in a professional league well, he if would, he does that. He on he believes, because he wouldn't come back if he didn't, he believes mm-hmm. that he can jump in and have success right away. This, to me, rings at least a playoff series win next year. If they don't, that hurts their development of those yeah, young players. I agree. Big time. You saw McDavid, right? The first year they don't make it, then they get in. Yep. How big was that for McDavid's dog? McDavid was unreal. But yeah. you see the guys like Strom, the DeBrinkets. Those guys went radish. Like mm-hmm. Those guys improved so much after that. So I think that's huge for them. Yeah, and Sheldon Keefe, the head coach of the Leafs, also... Uh, also commented on this. Of course, this obviously wouldn't be done uh, as of right. Re- uh, if the Leafs season was over, probably would have been. And yeah, he's still going to finish. But- and he's still going to finish if the season returns. Yep. He's still going to finish his role with the Leafs. Yep. Yeah, Keith said we are in full support of Paul's desire to per- pursue this position in Kingston and gain more experience as a head coach. So, kind of a little hot take here. He's the next head coach of the Toronto Marlies after this uh, run. By hearing the words from the Maple Leaf staff, I think it's not over. I think he's, they have a plan to have him go down to Kingston, let Kingston be really good. Like how he said, they have yep. to win a couple rounds. Have oh, yeah. success. Have success. Have 40, 45 win seasons to 50 win seasons. Mm-hmm. Have 90 to 100 points. That And if they do that, I think he could be the next head coach for the Marlies, or at least the ECHL team. Who is tr- oh St. John's? Yeah, St. John's. Yeah, they're the ECHL team. And I think that I think that's their plan. I think the Leafs, by hearing Keith say that, I think haven't really heard Dubas say much, but no. I think that he might. A, I think a that's the soon. plan, though. I think he's the next guy that's going to come up. I mean, Keith's got a pretty good, jo- safe job, you'd say, with the Leafs right now. But yeah. it, if it goes south, it yep. went south in a hurry this year and last year. So I mean, if it goes south, I think he's the next guy for the Leafs, possibly about four or five years down the road. Yeah, yeah, I would. Uh, and then would that gives to... time for Kingston to get Luca the job, head coach. Ooh, jeez, you've got this all planned out, don't yeah. you? Yeah, you don't even have it written right, down. No, I know, I'm trying to write it down. I'm oh, fired up today, Reese. I'm fired up. Watch, we'll we'll uh, we'll archive this, and in two years, we'll if Kingston's it. hoisting an OHL championship, we'll wait until the July or August afterwards, it, probably hey, before August. You see it all the time. I like it. Yeah. 
Uh, by the way, McFarland's record in three seasons as the head coach of the Kingston Frontenacs, 111, 71, 13, and 9. Yeah, solid teams. Reached the second round twice, and in that best season in 2015-16, uh, they fell to the Niagara Ice Dogs. They were swept by the Ice Dogs, actually, you, in the second round. Were you there yet? Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't there was yet, the but I was around. Like, yeah. I was at that. I was at a few of the games in that. Then the that year after. Run. Then the year after. Yeah, year after. I, yeah. When, uh, yeah, the year after was when it would have been a development year for Kingston, and then they went for it again the year. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, but, yeah, I remember that. That was a fun run because the Ice Dogs swept the Frontenacs and then the Colts. Yeah. Back-to-back series. That's a f- that's quite the playoffs. Yeah. Then they got. Is that the year they got to the final? Yeah. And that was. A I was waiting year. for you to mention that. But. I know. I know. I was waiting <laughs> for you to get mention that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Matthew um, to Chuck, my favorite night of all time. I thought you said it was Parsons. They're tied. Oh, They're okay. close. I mean, those Rogers London's playing the replay of that run. Are they just playing single just games? Just games. Why? Play the whole thing. What else you get air? Yeah. Shout out to Rogers London. Play, put it on YouTube. Put every game on YouTube, a series at a time. It's not going away. The season's canceled. Play it till next year. Did you watch the 67's Ice Dogs game on uh, YouTube? No, but I planned on watching that tonight. Yeah. Depends if we play uh, Will Chow or not. Probably. Yeah, so. We'll probably will. I'll watch it later. I'm fine. Okay. Maybe, yeah, maybe a little no, post I know, Mother's I know, Day. I know uh, the uh, social media guru for the Ice Dogs, uh, Jordan Moose, is having trouble getting their local television station to air Ice Dog games. Well, I don't get why. Like Lemon's got it, but why are you only airing one game? Yeah, I Cares. don't get that. Why? Why game one of the Kitchener London series? Why game one? Why the why, like Owen Sound the same thing? Why? Play the full series. Like, give people the option of what to watch. Were there any sweeps in that? Yeah, because they won the the After the Owen Sound series, they won every game. They won 18 straight that year. That's year they won the 18 straight. They swept Erie. They swept Niagara. They swept Kitchener. Lost to Owen Sound the first two. So I was going to say that they started at Owen 2. I believe so. I'll look it up. Oh, geez. Uh, Yeah, well, that makes the point even, like, that Why? makes it even easier to bring up the point of playing every game because you're not airing seven game series. Yeah. I know our guy Brad. I know you're listening to this. I know you're on my boat here. They should play them. They should have like a playlist on YouTube where they can pick each series. Mm-hmm. Because like why would I want to watch game one of one series and watch game one of the next round? Yeah. What happens? Yeah, I don't get that. Play the, at well, least what, play the elimination. What game were they airing game? of Owen Sound that oh, series? What game are they airing? I'll of look that? that up. Well, it looked like they're airing every game of the Mem Cup. Yeah, they are that. Okay. Well, I understand yeah, that. Yeah, just but... Mem Cup or bust. Yeah, but but I mean, even then, air every game of the OHL Finals too. Yeah, if you're gonna show the whole Mem Cup, show that, the whole OHL yeah, Finals. Don't, like that OHL Finals was unreal. That was the best talk you've ever saw. Was it Game Four? Was one nothing, and you guys scored with like 20 seconds left yeah. or whatever. They played Game One versus Owen Sound 7:30 last night. But you said they lost that game. I believe so. I'll have to look it up. Unless they lost game two and three. I, f- I thought they were down, though, in that series. So I'm trying to think. 16 wins to get to the Mem Cup. Yeah, so the 18 or 17 in a row. Unless they lost well, the one. When, unless I'm just... Unless they're talking about the win streak in the Mem Cup, too. Yeah, maybe. Because that, that's what, like... They had, it had me confused yesterday. I'm not going to lie. Playoff. We need some like music in the background, like stage I know. music. Maybe Result. go Jeopardy. Playoffs. Yeah. All right. Um. Anyways, but yeah, that's our. Yeah, I don't want to even come on. I'll find. Shocking. I'll have to tweet no, it. Um. Anyways, that's our rant about oh, showing game by game results. More, but what? Game by game results. Hey, there you go. Quickly here before quickly, and then I'll just wrap up on uh, on McFarland, who was also an OHL alum. Come on, hockey DB. If you're gonna put the results, put playoff results. Don't put. (laughs) Yeah, it's not on here. Brutal. That's awful. Pathetic. Oh well. Liability out here. Yeah, pretty much. eh? quick Twitter poll. I thought we were gonna do that during our all name bracket last segment. I was just gonna bring up a last point about McFarland here. 
Yeah. Um, uh, just no, he just played in the OHL. He played four seasons in the O. He played with the Spitfires in 0506 and then uh, for the Kitchener Rangers from 2002 to 2004. He had 113 uh, points in his playing career, over 246 games, and he also won a Mem Cup with the Kitchener Rangers in 2003. So that's a big thing to experience, right? Yeah. None of those, not one player on that team really has experience past the second round. So I mean, and who would those players most, be? Even the playoffs. Because they, they haven't... Well, you can't prop, count this year. They made the playoffs technically yeah. this year, but they didn't make it last year. Yeah, that's Prop's where it hurts gone. this year. Yeah, so they might not have anybody. I don't think they have anyone left from, from Ottawa. Oh. 17, I guess 17-18 was the yeah. last season. Yeah, so like... That's another thing. Big coach and, and they experience. Didn't, they didn't make it out of the first round. They needed someone with experience oh, yeah, they and did. they got it there. Yeah, they did. 17-18 they made it out of the first... Jeez, brutal. They lost to... Uh, to um, who did Hamilton beat in the East Finals in 18? Ooh. They played Ottawa. They played... No, Hamilton, Kingston. yeah. K- Kingston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jeez. I'm thinking Barry, because that was Fetchnikov's year. Yeah. Kingston beat out Barry in the second round, and then, yeah, okay. Yeah, they, yeah, went, they to went to the East out. Finals. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, I don't know. We'd have to look that up to see if anyone's still left from that team, but... Uh, yeah, so that pretty much wraps it up. Uh, McFarland is the new head coach of the Kingston Frontenacs whenever we get things going for the 20, uh, 2020 2021 season. So uh, hopefully keep you posted on if we get new. Oh, by the way, I've gotten some Uh-oh. intel on whether Uh-oh. baseball will be played this season. People's in Insiders, the Owen 60 podcast effect. Quick the now. earliest it would start, July 5th. Yeah, I saw that. I've, and they will not play past Labor Day. I have a minor ball thing. Right. I think, I honestly think, I heard about like people like, a lot of city teams are going to do this. You're going to call the year, but then the tryouts for next year, if allowed, they'll start in August and then work all the way out through the winter mm-hmm. indoors, and then you have your team. Well, I think that I mean, you got to start the your tryouts play, right? in September, though. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know if Delhi does. We did this year. Oh, really? Hey, that's a fact. That's the effect. We hadn't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so. Get to the big interview, but I think Saskatchewan or Saskatchewan yeah. hasn't as they've canceled. They're not playing. Yeah, they'll just them start, or Alberta. One they'll of just them, start the end of summer. They get like, snow in the middle of September. So yeah, they'll just start August. Their tryouts for next yeah. year. Yeah. So um, all right, it. get to the big interview. Yeah, that puts a wrap on our segment of the Kingston Frontenacs and baseball and the Knights and Ice Dogs and who beat out who in what round and, and how moments. many games did they beat them? <laughs> airplane and, mode. Yeah, right. Airplane <laughs> mode, blonde moments. My rant about Kingston, this is a plan. Thing. Yep. All yeah. right. Yeah, so Phil Tomasino joins us after the break. The Nashville first rounder. Fired we'll up. talk about uh, the whirlwind year he had with the trade from Niagara to Oshawa. Obviously, no hockey now because of the virus and uh, a lot more right after the break here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast along with Colin Ward. I'm Reese Dumaney and we're now joined by Nashville's first rounder from a year ago, Oshawa Generals forward Phil Tomasino. Phil, thanks so much for doing this. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, so what does the day look now for Phil Tomasino uh, while nobody can really go anywhere? Um, I mean, I think, you know, kind of repetitive. I mean, um, wake up, um, obviously, usually go for for my jog later at night, but usually wake up, work out, um, have some lunch, and then usually uh, play some NHL or play a lot of video games. I've been playing a lot of video games recently, and uh, then kind of eat dinner and then uh, let, let my food kind of digest and then you know, go for a little little run at night and then go to bed and kind of repeat so it's been uh it's been uh pretty repetitive last uh couple of months for sure but it's been uh nice nice to you know kind of be with the family and relax a little bit but uh hopefully uh you know things get back to, to normal as soon as possible for sure yeah it's gonna be a cold one tonight that's for sure yeah oh yeah this <laughs> weather's crazy up a little bit yeah yeah it's crazy it's may uh, how much of how much of an effect has this had on your training? Like, have you obviously there's a difference. You can't go to the gym or anything, but like, has there been a as big of an effect on your training as some people may think? 
Um, I mean, obviously, you know, speaking to to my trainer in Oshawa and, and you know, my trainer from back home, uh, you know, I've been able to, you know, you know, get to gather some some information. Obviously, you know, have have a workout plan that I, I've been following as well. But uh, you know, at the same time, I don't only really have um, you know all the all the space in the world and all the equipment in the world to to do everything I I, I could as you know if if I wasn't in the gym. But um, you know, with with the kind of equipment and, and room I have, I think I've been definitely you know, taking advantage of it and. Uh, it's been it's been pretty good, and obviously, you know, you don't expect to you know your workouts to be you know as 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 I, I guess as tough as as they are in the gym. But you know, considering that you know it's uh, it's kind of hard to 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 use you know everything right now. It's been it's been pretty good for me so far, and like I said, hopefully, uh, you know, the gyms open up uh, pretty soon and we can get back in there for sure. First, uh, Phil, you had a heck of a year. Uh, what was your best memory from the season? I mean, lot that happened. What would you say your best memory was so far? Like. On the year, um, I mean, obviously, I think you know, being in Niagara since since day one, um, you know, I had obviously a lot of memories in, in Oshawa. But uh, my last home game in, in Niagara, um, you know, we beat uh, we beat Kitchener in overtime, and um, you know, I had uh, actually was uh, I think I made a pass to to Lanya for for OT winner. That was that was pretty cool. That was my my last uh, last home game in Niagara. I didn't even didn't even know that that was going to be my last one. But that was uh, that's a pretty you know cool memory. That that was uh, that's that's you know it's kind of something I always think about uh, you know from from this year. But then again, there was there was a lot of memories you know from from both teams. But uh, that one only really stands out for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Niagara, what was the best memory? Even if it wasn't that, if you have another one of the Ni- being a Niagara Ice Dogs. I mean, played there for a couple of years. What was the best memory for as being an ice dog? Um, honestly, I don't really have one, but I mean, there's there's so many. Um, you know, especially last year, obviously being one of the you know, one of the top teams in the league. That that whole year was just incredible, and um, you know, obviously our playoff run wasn't as, as long as we had hoped for. But um, honestly, there's there's too many to to even say. I mean, um, you know, from from our playoff series to even this first day, um, you know, I, I arrived in Niagara. You know, it was awesome and. Um, no, I have so many, so many memories about uh, about that that team and organization. And uh, but then again, I don't really have one that uh, that I can really say because there's there's too many to count, for, you know, for sure. So yeah, obviously you didn't spend the whole year uh, with the Ice Dogs, making the transi- transition over to Oshawa at the deadline. Just give us a your perspective on just being traded around draft season as a player, you know, as the media, we try and stay on top as much as we can on who's getting moved where and what people are thinking. Just from a player perspective, what's it like to go through a trade deadline? And for you this year, you were, uh, you were dealt to Oshawa. Yeah, obviously, um, you know, I didn't really, you know, expect to, you know, to kind of be traded. I think no one really expected ever, but, um, you know, it was, it was really quick for me actually, um, you know, I'd, I'd pract- actually practiced with with Niagara that morning, and um, you know, I kind of found out that you know I was gonna be gonna be traded that that day later on, and um, the trade you know finally happened later that night, and um, you know, next day Austin was in uh, in Windsor, so yeah. I had to uh, you know drive down to to Windsor from from Niagara, so it was pretty long. I got I think I got there around eleven o'clock at night. It was it was crazy, and then end up you know playing my first game in a general you know uniform next day, and. Um, it was that was definitely you know a great memory for me as well, and um, but you know just just a really quick transition for sure, and um, it was tough to you know to leave Niagara and obviously you know all my teammates and, and my billets and obviously the coaches as well just um, you know so first class, but you no know, then again also um, Oshawa was, was was amazing and you know I'm so thankful for everything they've done for me as well and um, just both both great organizations for sure. Yeah, that five point night with Windsor is that just you trying to make a good first impression on your team? Just like, <laughs> hey guys, I can put up points. Yeah, obviously, you know, it's it's a little nerve wracking when you know I've never even in minor hockey I've never been you know on a different team, so that was my first time ever transitioning to a new team. So I didn't really know too many guys, and uh, you know, it was definitely a little nerve wracking. But I think as I got comfortable, um, you know, I kind of you know started to get you know find my confidence a little bit and. Um, obviously it was uh, it was a pretty good game for myself, but more importantly, obviously we had a. It was always nice to to win your first game in, in uniform, and you know we did that. So it was, uh, it was a great great game for sure. Talking with Phil Tomasino here on the Own Sixty Podcast, Phil, who was the one player on Oshawa that sort of, I don't know if you want to say welcomed you to the team or made you feel the most comfortable around the new guys. Um, I mean everyone for sure. 
um, from our leadership group. They they are you know, they are great to me since day one. Um, the coaching staff as well. But um, you know, I knew I knew Ty Tulio from from uh, you know from a younger age. So I, I've always kind of been friends with him. And um, you know, ever since I arrived there, it's obviously I've had you know quite a bit of memories with him even before you know before the, the Ontario Hawks League. And um, you know that he was. Uh, he was definitely the guy that really took me under his wing, I think. And obviously, you know, he's, he's younger than me, but, um, you know, it was nice to, to have, you know, a guy that you're, you're familiar with and really, you know, help you, help you, you know, get, get, get adjusted to, to a new team. And, uh, he, he really helped me a lot. But then again, I mean, there's, there's, everyone was, was so welcoming, um, you know, from the owner to, to our, to our management, to our staff, to, to our players, to our coaches. I mean, everyone was just, you know, for, so first class. And, um, I think the transition was definitely a lot easier than, I had expected for sure, but uh, it was it was great, and obviously, and you know, I credit uh, a lot of credit to all those guys. But I think uh, you know Ty Tulio really really helped me for sure. So, so you go to Oshawa. You guys had a good group. It looked like. Uh, did you guys have any like pranksters in the Jens room? I've always interested to see like you, if anyone has that guy you know that's always under your skin, getting the boys loose. Do you do you guys have that guy in Oshawa? Um, I mean, obviously, I mean every every guy kind of brings a different thing to the yeah. team, but. Um, you know, honestly, I, I mean, we had, we had some jokesters and stuff like that for sure. But, um, you know, honestly, I can really say that, you know, our team this year was, was you know, the most, most driven and, you know, focused team that I've, I've ever been on. I mean, you know, every day we'd come into, you know, come into the room and we just wanted to win, you know, so, yeah. um, it was just, we all had that, that drive and goal to, to win every, every night. And, um, you know, there was, you know, if, even if people were, you know, guys were, were slacking, you know, we, we were always on each other to, to get better. And I think that's why we were, we were such a great team. And obviously, you know, we had, we had high goals for, you know, for, for ourselves this year. I think, you know, we, we really could have gone far in, in the playoffs, but um, obviously I'm unfortunate ending to that. But um, no, honestly, everyone was, was just so, so driven. Um, it was, uh, it was a great, great, uh, you know, great team to be a part of. And I was lucky enough to be a part of it for sure. So draft day in Vancouver, you get picked in the first round, 24th overall by the National Predators. What was that feeling like, hearing your name called by the Preds, going to Smashville, a great market? You saw that in the cup final a couple of years ago. Yeah. What was that like, going to Nashville and hearing your name called? Yeah, obviously, um, that's the best, best moment of my life for sure. Um, obviously, I didn't uh, I head into, into draft day and uh, didn't really know what to, to expect for sure. And it was uh, no playing just a couple hours for sure, but uh, you know when you hear your name, it's just you know it's just it's an unbelievable feeling. I really can't uh, you know describe what it feels like, and um, you know to go on on stage and obviously you know be picked by by such an amazing amazing organization in Nashville. Just uh, it was it was unreal. And obviously, uh, like I said, you know the best one of my life and a memory that will that will easily last my whole life. And it was awesome. I got to spend it with you know my family and obviously all my family back home as well. We're watching it so. It was uh, it was pretty cool and um, no like I said it's just uh, a memory that will that will last my whole life and uh, it was uh, it was awesome for sure. Yeah, your first time your first time in Nashville. What was that like too? Going to the arena like around that arena, it's got a great atmosphere, that country vibe. Uh, what was that like? Yeah, yeah. I mean, ever since, after the draft, actually, I had I came I came home the day after and um, I had one day at home to. To kind of relax and return with my family, and I, I I saw my family. Then I actually head to Nashville the next day, so it was a quick turnaround from from the draft. And um, obviously, I didn't uh, I never been to Nashville before, so um, it was uh, it was cool. Obviously, a lot of country there, and um, you know it was pretty hot there too compared to to what we're used to. But uh, it was uh, it's it's a great uh, great city for sure. Um, you know, looking forward to hopefully you know playing there real soon for sure. Uh, with Phil Tomasino uh, of the Oshawa Generals. Phil, what was the one moment uh, when you got to Nashville that, uh, you know, uh, obviously with the training and everything, rookie camp. Uh, the welcome moment. Yeah, the welcome moment where uh, if there was one guy that possibly came up to you, just like same situation with Oshawa where uh, where they're kind of like, hey, welcome to Nashville. You know, uh, you know, you have a real bright future here. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say all the older guys, um, even as early as Dev Camp, I mean, um, you know, even guys from from the you know from Milwaukee and stuff like that, just you know, making me feel comfortable. And um, you know, they were there was I, honestly, I, I don't think there was you know just one guy. There were so many guys that you know were were really welcoming, and that goes for you know from the staff as well. The staff was so welcoming to me. Obviously, I was I was a little scared. I didn't really uh, wasn't really you know used to that, and uh, for them to to make me feel home was was amazing. And um, all the guys there were just uh, just amazing to me. I was. Uh, I'm really fortunate enough to to kind of you know have that support 
you know, really not being too familiar with, with your, you know, with obviously with it being my first uh, development camp, but um, all the guys were, were uh, you know, really, really, uh, you know, really helped me a lot. And it was, uh, it was a great experience for me. So. Yeah. Yeah. Phil, how often do you uh, communicate with the advisors at the Preds, the front office? I mean, like workout programs, you often hear about some guys will say like, they just give you your own thing or there's a certain guideline you have to follow, like workouts. I mean, that the hockey club likes and like to see, uh, how often do you communicate with the club? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously quite a bit, um, you know, with their, with the development, um, you know, coaching, um, you know, obviously our nutrition nutritionist as well. So, um, quite a bit throughout the year. Um, you know, recently, not really, um, you know, as much, obviously, you know, being at home, um, you know, spoke to them a little earlier and, uh, you know, kind of just said, you know, you, you kind of, you know, I've, I, I'm kind of able to figure out my, my workout plan and what, what works best for me. So, um, you know, right now, not as much, but definitely throughout the year, you know, quite a bit for sure. And, um, you know, it's, it's awesome to, you know, have that support and feedback and on your game. And, uh, you know, it really helps you a lot for sure. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, being a being a first-round pick, obviously uh, you're a high-end talent. That's known everywhere, uh, anywhere. There's a Nashville fan, Oshawa fan, Niagara fan, well, hockey fan uh, pretty much. Uh, how much confidence do you have uh, in yourself right now where you head into whenever it may happen, um, training camp with the Nashville Predators, and you go, hey, I got a real shot to play in the NHL this season? Yeah, obviously that's that's my goal. I mean, um, you know, you know, last year wasn't like I said, wasn't really used to to the whole you know NHL experience and didn't really know what to expect. I think that was kind of a learning learning step for me to you know to know what you know for the future what you know what it's like to you know, to be in the situation and learn from it. And I think you know this year, you know, obviously, hopefully it happens uh, you know pretty soon. But when it does happen, I mean, um, obviously, like I said, my goal is to to be in the NHL next year, and I'm going to do you know everything I can to make sure that happens. And um, obviously, it's going to take uh, a lot of work, and obviously, there's a lot of stuff I need to. To improve on to get there, but um, you know, I believe, I believe, you know, I truly believe I can, and um, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to to make sure that happens. And um, you know, obviously, um, it's going to be a long journey for sure, but um, you know, I'm looking forward to and hopefully getting a chance to. And um, then again, it's uh, it's exciting for sure, and you got to you got to you know you know be excited about it and be you know and take pride in it for sure. But um, you know, like I said, it's, uh, it's going to be fun. And I'm looking forward to it, and hopefully, uh, I'm you know I'm in, I'm in the league next year. And, um, if not, you know, I continue to, to work on my game and hopefully make it the next year, right? So, With Nashville first-rounder Phil Tomasino. Phil, if it does happen where you uh, do come back to the Oshawa Generals, uh, you guys put in a bid for the for the Memorial Cup uh, this upcoming season. Uh, how much does that drive you as well, not only to you know make yourself better to make the NHL, but obviously the Mem Cup, if you are back in, uh, in an Oshawa Generals uniform, to get that goal because you guys went for it in Niagara last year. Obviously it didn't work out, so it must be a huge drive for you to even get to the Mem Cup this year. Yeah, for sure. Obviously, that's uh, that's everyone's goal in junior hockey is to is to win the Memorial Cup, and um, you know, obviously, if we're lucky enough to to get a chance to host it, you know, obviously, um, you know, we're going to be a pretty strong team next year. So, um, you know, I'm definitely looking forward to it. And um, obviously, like I said, my goal is to to be in the NHL next year. But uh, you know, if if I'm you know if I am back in, in Oshawa, that's uh, that's my that's my main goal. It's my only goal next year is to is to be a Memorial Cup champion by the end of the year. And um, I think you know we have definitely have the have the pieces and, and the group to do it. So uh, it's going to be a fun year for sure. Yeah, quick uh, final question here for you, Phil. Uh, biggest influence on your hockey career? Who would that be? Um, I mean, obviously, there's there's obviously you know, a lot of NHL players, but uh, my dad for sure from from day one, just uh, you know, from driving me to to practice early morning and uh, always being there for me. I mean, uh, he's been. Uh, I'm my biggest fan uh, my whole life, and a lot of credit to, to him for sure. And I, I don't think I'd be here uh, without him. So uh, obviously, um, he's been uh, he's always been there for me, and uh, always supports me, and so it's, it's awesome for sure. Yeah, Phil. Before we let you go, and we've asked all of our uh, previous guests this, just we want a nice perspective. Uh, from all the players we get and um, what they have to say on this topic, but uh, all the little kids and fans that come to the games, watch you play. Uh, um, every weekend, what what would you say to one of them if uh, if you had the opportunity, just like in terms of hockey, just if they were moving to what you wanted uh, or to where you are right now? Um, I mean, I mean, it's kind of cliche, but just have fun with it. I mean, um, you know, you take it for granted. I mean, uh, you know, even re- you even realize now that you know you're not able to go on the ice. 
um, you know, how, how, you know, how specialist it is to your life and how much, you know, I, I love it. And, um, you know, hockey is, is my life and, you know, now not being able to skate, you realize, you know, you, you miss it a lot. And, um, you know, from, from a young age, I mean, just, just enjoy it. And every time you go on the ice, have fun and just don't let anyone, you know, ruin or, you know, affect your dreams. I mean, um, you know, my goal is, it's still my, it's been my goal since I was young is to, to play in the NHL and, you know, it hasn't changed. So, um, you know, just focus on your goal and have fun with it. I mean, um, you know, the more, the more you love it, you know, I think, I, I believe the better you'll become and, um, just, just have fun with it. I mean, um, hockey is, uh, you know, I, I believe is the best sport in the world and that's why uh, you know, I love doing it. It's, uh, it's, it's my, it's a huge part of my life for sure. So. Yeah, well, your first game, Reese and I are both Red Wing fans, so your first game in Detroit will be there. We told Hunter, we told Hunter Jones that with Minnesota, his first game in Detroit, we'll be there for it. Yeah, I gotta gotta get there first, but uh, hopefully. Oh yeah. Uh, Phil, we really appreciate you doing this. Um, uh, stay safe. Uh, make sure you're keeping busy because we're having trouble, uh, um, you know, trying to do stuff. We're bored. So uh, thanks for doing this. Stay safe. And yeah, thanks, uh, Phil. we'll see you in Nashville next year for sure. Thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Stay safe. Thank you. That was Phil Tomasino, first rounder of the Nashville Predators from a year ago. And nice chat with a first rounder. First yeah, first rounder first, on our show. First. Yeah, first, first. Yeah, we got a first, a second. Second, need a third. Yeah, we need a third next week. Nah, I don't uh, think nope. he'll go that high. Nope. Need a couple weeks. Let's see what we do. Evangelista. He's going second. If he goes in the third, I'll be <laughs> devastated. Yeah. I'll be upset. Late second, probably. Yeah, I'd be upset. Detroit has a late second, right? They have like three picks in the second. Mm-hmm. Then there's Ottawa. They got like two, three first, two for sure. I think they got the. They Islanders. have two first. Yeah, they have Islanders two in the top two. five. Yeah, and then they get the four seconds. That's in, that's yeah. incredible. Yeah, but they got one, hit, of, one of those seconds though. Does it even count? Because was it was in that Pajot deal? That's true. Is it? Like, they made the does playoffs, that even count as a final? second or does it? A that's third? true. Like, Maybe a third. Yeah. Like, how do you Can't do that? That's why that. you can't do the draft before the season's over. Sure, yeah. we'd love it. We'd have a great chance. To I get just the want first the old lottery. Pick. I just want the old lottery. But that's what I true. want. True. Yeah. I don't care about yeah. the. It's a new one's tough. And, yep. Another thing, I've been on this all week. The Wings did not tank. They just sucked. They just sucked. Yep. Justin Applicator did yep. nothing. Did nothing. Yep. And look Franz how much money Nielsen. he makes. Did nothing. Waste of a contract. He was almost a million dollars a point. Can you imagine? Like, I saw Applicator had like 21 shots on goal all year. That is I guarantee horrendous. you. I can guarantee you this. If I had an 80-game schedule and I had a chance to do that... I'd have at least five. Yep. Just pretty good for someone that doesn't play. It's all right. I just sit in open spots, just shoot. It's like Chell. Just shoot. <laughs> Can't be that hard. Look at I lined up in the video game. I can do yeah, it in Chell. Right. I can do it on real ice. <laughs> yeah, What's right. skating? What is uh, that? Never heard of it. Yeah. Cherry pick. Who are you, Snoop Dogg coming Cherry on Chell now? They got to get rid Jeez. of that. Don't you get can me started. start off. How, though? If you anyone go, can tweet go, me. Go to settings. Tweet me. No, I, I, nobody <laughs> has to tweet you. I know how to do it. How? You I'm go to tr- settings. Okay. Audio visual, whatever. The audio visual settings. Shut them off? No, yeah, yeah. You go, it goes right to the bottom and it goes. Uh, Snoop Dogg? It's not called Snoop Dogg. It's called um, In Booth Guests or something. Yeah. Something like Shut that. Shut them off? You can do it always, sometimes, or never. Never. Or wait, always. I want or off, off, I guess. Not off. never. Off. Off. That's what I want. Just off. I'm tired of that. It's the same interview every single time. And like. Yep. You get it like four straight games of just him talking about yeah. the same thing. It's annoying. Like, get a former NHL legend on there. Yeah. Get Gretzky on there. Yep. Get Bobby Orr. Did you see, Nick Lister, you see Gretzky Steve do that birthday Zoom call with Byfield, Lafreniere, Stutzel? Yeah, that's um, good. Sanderson Dries- and yeah, you Drysdale. Drysdale. That was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I thought that was neat. Can you imagine like you're 18 years old, you're going into your draft, 17, 18, you're getting like... Wayne, you're talking to Wayne Gratzky. I know. That'd be pretty cool. From a distance, but still cool. You're still talking to him. And like, yeah. he actually knows you. Yeah. Like, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Mr. Gratzky. <laughs> yeah. I'd I like boy. your wine. <laughs> eh, it's okay. Justin Applicator makes $4.25 million. That is embarrassing. And he has four years left on his deal. Oh, what? We, four? After this, buy he has three. We are screwed. Oh, after this year. Okay. I'm doing the Michael still, Scott. Buy him out. It's over. Buy him out. We are screwed. Get out. So we yeah. don't care if you're from Michigan. Pack your crap. <laughs> Pack your crap and get out. <laughs> Mike Commodore Insider doesn't say that, but he says something on the line. Yeah, he doesn't. That. I don't think he says crap. 
No, right. he doesn't. But everyone knows what I'm getting at. Off mic, I wouldn't either. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Just the way we feel about Detroit this year. Yeah, it was bad. Really bad. Twitter poll? Yeah, uh, we'll do that after the break. And then name bracket? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm excited so for the name bracket. Twitter poll, name bracket. Yeah, big uh, big win for my guy. Big win. So uh, we'll get to that next. I didn't up. have him on mine. I think I had Pinchuk. I'm pretty oh, sure I had from Kingston. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had Pinchuk. I don't think I had. I don't know how Zade. you can go against Zade Wisdom. I don't know either. That was a great dumb name. moment by me. Man, Colin's brain be better. Like, don't suck. Well then, <laughs> the drive in today was a three. Yeah, three. we'll talk about that next too. Yeah, yeah. Get to our <laughs> traffic report, I guess. Yeah, right here on the Own Sixty Podcast. We do it all. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast with Colin Ward. I'm Reese Dumaney. And as we round out most of our shows uh, with the polls from Twitter and Instagram, of course, that's at the Owen 60 podcast on both platforms and We'll kick things off with Twitter, and uh, Colin got a haircut. Yes, Ended sir. up getting a haircut. Yep. The polls came in. 100% of the people said, heck yeah. So, being the people's podcast, the people's insider, <laughs> the people's got the haircut. So, yeah, people's haircut happened. Got yep. the cut. And our second one was the 18-game method. Uh, do you agree with the uh, 18-game method, nine NHL games, and nine HL games? 83% said, heck yeah. 16% said nah. Just a nah. Just nah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. I mean, I like it because I yeah. think it gives you more opportunities to make the big club. And I think now with the yep. cap and stuff. Should have asked Phil that. There. That would have been cool. That'd be a good question. Phil could play at the AHL level right now for sure, if not the N. Oh, for sure. For sure. The AHL is a tough level, though, to get in, like to get your feet wet confidence wise. You see it a lot when guys just sent back the second time. Like they struggle, right? They take penalties and stuff. Yeah. It's a struggle. And I mean, I think that would eliminate that too, because when mm-hmm. you send back, it's just mental grind on you, right? Like you just get sent back. Now you're back in your OHL team, CHL team for that. Uh, yeah, well, that that's where it works in Phil's favor, right? Because they did bid for the Mem Cup, and if they do end up comes back it, on then, a contender, yeah. Ma- Max Domi had a problem with that. His first time getting sent back to London, he had a lot of penalty problems, and then the year that he made the World Junior team, he just changed. Like yeah. he was always really good, but like. He is a premier elite player in our league once that World mm-hmm. Junior year hit. And, I mean, he owned the World Juniors, that line, yeah. Declare, Reinhardt, and him. Yep. They owned the World Juniors. That was probably the best World Junior line in the last 10 years. McDavid was on that team, too. Le- yeah, McDavid, Lazar. Yep. Patan was Who? that line? Was it Nick Patan? I think so. Lazar, Lazar, like, they were cool. The Domi line was Yeah, that back line. when Lazar still had promise for um, Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. Well, yeah. not Buffalo. Yeah, no, it wasn't drafted Calgary. by Buffalo. Calgary, Cal- yeah. No, yeah, Ottawa. Ottawa. Calgary, Ottawa. Ottawa, yeah. Ottawa Calgary, Buffalo. I'm missing a team. I know he's in Buffalo now. No, I think that's a. I think that's it. Yeah, the yeah. three. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah. Those are fun. Yeah, whatever. Name bracket? Buffalo. Name bracket? Yeah, so round one... Er, Round one. Round two. Week of one of round two is over. It's uh, Kingston's Zade Wisdom take on Ottawa's Brendan Sirazati. And it was my man, Zade yes, Wisdom, pulling out a 78% to 22% victory. Like, like we said earlier, he's pushing for that. I, think, I think Hammer's Chanton are going to win this. Those are my two picks. Yeah, I don't really yeah, but- see anyone else beating them. I see those two. Whoever wins that series, eventually they'll have to play each other. Whoever and Joe Ranger will give one of them a run for their money? Not a chance. Oh, Ranger's yeah. done this mean? week. Ranger's done this no, week. No, he isn't. Okay. Ranger's done this week. Yeah, so this week's matchup uh, features <laughs> Joe go. Ranger against Navrin Mutter. Navrin. By the way, did you did see you his see workout that? routine? <laughs> Holy yeah. crap. Yeah, I just retweeted that. Flips. That's insane. Must be nice. I can't do that. Yeah, we'll have to get him on just to talk about the workout <laughs> program. Be good, and that would be like, a rat. how do you do and a flip? He's the hardest hitter in the league by far. He hits everything. I love the Mason way he Howard plays. up there too. Yeah, Howard Mason, Howard's shots, got a little more too. weight. Yeah, to, he's a bigger uh, dude than, uh, than Mutter. Yeah, that'd be a good showdown. I mean, 
we don't really like to hear that, but I mean, that would be a good no, showdown. I know, and there's only three fights in the league now. Yeah, that would be a know. good showdown. Yeah. Those two. I mean, I love the way Mudder plays. He's so in your face. He hits everything that moves. Yep. And he's also getting a skilled side, too. Like, he's putting up a little bit more points, so that's nice to see. Yeah, he's just got to get away from the reputation calls. Yeah. I feel like he's get, he gets a ton Officials of Officials look for that, right? Yeah. Officials look for that. No, yeah. it's Mudder. Oh, that must be a penalty. Yeah, well, I'm Darcy Burchill. I know everything. <laughs> I love. I knew that was getting to that <laughs> spot. I knew that. All those times I ran in the bottom, you finally mentioned him. Hey now. <laughs> so Mutter versus Ranger. Yeah, Mutter versus Ranger, and you, you can got, find that on our Instagram story at the Owen Sixty Podcast. You got Ranger? Yeah, I'm oh, taking really? Joe Ranger. Oh, I got, yeah, I got Day. I got Mutter. No, we're splitting up Brutal. this week. I got Mutter. I think Natrin's going to make a run here. I think he's got it. And and to be honest, the first two matchups of round two are the most intriguing because the next two are kind of like, yeah, those are good names, but they're not going to beat any of the those ones. Are pretenders. Those are pretenders. Those are pretenders. They're, they're, oh they're on a good deal. <laughs> they didn't pick their names. <laughs> no, but in their name challenge, they're pretenders. I know, I know. They just sneak through to the third round, yep. and I think after that, yep. you'll see a big drop-off. Yeah, Austin Swankler and Giancarlo Shanton both got buys this week. Yeah, that's, those are two. They had the highest percentages Swank, in their conference. He's probably getting, those two, that'll probably be the finals, I think, in my opinion. Swankler and uh, Wisdom? No. Nah, nah, Shanton. Swankler Shanton. and Wisdom. Shanton. I don't know, man. Shanton. I don't know. What about Stuart Roloffs, London Knight? Yeah, I don't know. I think... I think that was a thing with all the London followers that we've gotten. I think he gets through. Because I don't think he has the best name in the name bracket by any means. I thought he'd be a one no, guy and out. But I think because we got so many London well, he guys. Beat, he beat Joseph like, Mack followers. in the first round. Yeah, Joseph Sarnia. Mack, that's a pretty Sarnia. decent name. But the London Sarnia rivalry, and I honestly think, I'm trying not to laugh here, but I honestly think that the amount of London followers we have, they voted, they're they just going to vote for their guy. And I feel like Roloff doesn't necessarily have the best name in the thing. Yeah. But he might win because of the fan base he's got. I mean, he's going up against Koyachonik in two weeks. Yeah, I'll take uh, Koyachonik. Better name. Yeah, I'd take him too, yeah. Name. <laughs> so I was just that, giving you maybe crap. That, maybe that uh, theory that I got here, the method, might end. But hey, you never know. I should write a book. Now that you mentioned my... it, they're all going to do that now. Oh, for sure. I happen. saw that last time in Roloffs, and I'm like, because he was playing Joseph Mack, right? Yeah. I'm like, Mac's got the better name. Why is he winning? And like you look, yeah, London, 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 London. There we go. The fan base. Yep. I mean, Sarnia's we'll a great have to fan go to base, Sarnia, but it's reach them. Oh, Sarnia. Yeah, Sarnia's Sarnia, a great. I love Sarnia. Sarnia's a great. Two area. hours down the down the highway. Yeah, I love three different there. highways: 403, 401, 402. 402. Take the 402. Well, no, take that's the... how we get there. Yeah, that's what I'm talking well, about. Well, that's how I get there. You wouldn't take the 403. No, I take 402. No, I mean, because like, I'm in Brantford. I'd hop yeah. on the 403 to yeah. get to the 401. Yeah, and you then you probably go. wouldn't. No, I just go. Yeah. Yeah. You just take the back roads to the 401. That's right. Then to the 402 outside yeah. of London. What is it, an hour to Sarnia from London? Yeah. If that, like 50 minutes. Yeah, yeah two it's hours. It's a solid isn't... ride. It's a solid ride, but can't be bad weather. That's another place where it's yeah. crappy weather. That's an October trip. You can only go to yeah, a lot of our trips are gonna be in October and near the playoffs next yeah. year. Because it's hard to go to those arenas. Like Hamilton we can do. Hamilton's anytime. easy, Niagara's easy. Even London. Kitchener, Guelph. Like they're all close. London's like, not bad. Yeah. Yeah, true, yeah. Although London gets a lot more snow than yeah, the, a lot of other right. places. Niagara's bad too because of the snow belt. Yeah. Yeah. And Buffalo being right there. Buffalo yeah. gets it pretty bad. Yeah, they do. So, I mean, you know, we'll see. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully get down to Windsor Traffic once. Flint, support? Saginaw. Oh, yeah. We got to get to Flint. Yeah. Saginaw, too. But, I mean, I've been hyping out Flint for a while. We I have. jumped on that Flint. Plus, Flint's wagon. closer. It's closer off the 402. Yeah, that's true. That's nice. You don't have to go north. You just have to go west. Yeah, and then it's nice. I think it's like 45 minutes from the border. I feel Somewhere around there. That's not Depending bad. Depending on how fast you're driving. Yeah, that's not bad, though. Yeah. Five, no traffic. Yeah. Get to the traffic report? Yeah, to the get traffic a, report. You can go first. They're talking traffic. Yeah. Uh, so I start at an eight. I don't like perfect scores because no one's a perfect driver. No one's perfect. So we're going per. I started at eight. We started off, it was like an 8.5. It was doing good. And then it just dropped. I'm going to give it a three today. Oof. It took me an hour and five minutes to get here when it usually takes me 50. Yeah, that's pretty bad. And like... 
just like people like cutting in front of me, not like driving really slow. Like in an 80, we're driving 70. Yep. That's too slow. Yep. It's an 80 for an 80. Go 80. I don't care. <laughs> I honestly don't care. If we go on the speed limit, that's good. Right? We support that. Go the speed limit. But, yeah, but even 80 slow. Like, yeah. Man. But you still, like, go the speed limit. Don't, like, obviously don't fly. Don't go too slow. Go the speed limit. And I never really went over 85 the whole way here. Yeah. So that was a struggle. Then I got on the highway and I just got caught in traffic a little bit. Like, yeah. not traffic, but it was congested in my lane. So I couldn't move anywhere. So it took me an hour and five to get here. So that's a struggle. I'm going with a three. Jeez. It's my lowest score. I'm going Eat better. I'm going like seven and a half. Oh, I, I still got. I still got here in yeah, thirty five minutes. Yeah, you were quick. Um, like we were all going fast or whatever. Like I was doing one twenty down the four hundred three. You know, like <laughs> like everyone else was. Surprisingly, there weren't really any slow cars till I got to the link. But um, yeah, you get that a lot, eh? Yeah, I get that too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that two point five where my traffic report loses, like that two point five out of. 10 where it's bad is uh so we're trying to think of what road it is in Brantford I don't know we're down coming out of downtown somewhere on Colburn Street I should get Google Maps open yeah (laughs) walk us through I know I've lived in Brantford for like eight years and I don't know the streets oh well Brantford's huge compared to where I'm coming from well yeah we still don't have a hundred thousand people though so yeah um so anyways there's only child team I'll be there all the time we should. That'd be, we'll do the first preseason game there. All right. Good That's our fact. Um, so, yeah, we did call that. We called it. Yeah. Okay. So, actually, no. Yeah. So it's on <laughs> Highway 5. By yeah, seven. okay. We're coming. Okay. Yeah. Highway 5 coming out of Brantford. I keep forgetting that highway. I always call it 52, but I know it's not. Um, so, yeah, I'm coming out of there. This guy behind me wants to go really fast. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Pass That's me. That's the worst, too. Yeah, just pass me. Don't yeah. creep right up on me. And he did. He passed me. And I was gonna and I was gonna get in behind him because the car in front of me was going slow. So I'm like, all right. So this guy's going fast, I'll get e- over easily. So I get over. This guy drops to lower than the guy was that I was driving behind before. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? You're yeah. in the left lane. If you're not gonna drive fast, get out. Like it's terrible. Yeah. You're brutal. Yeah, be better. Like, I don't know what else to say. Be better. And then this, this guy slows down, got his brake lights on, slows down. Gets over to the left lane to turn left. I'm like, yeah, signals a, would be nice. Yeah, you know, yeah, learn a signal. Like, you don't pass your driver's test without learning how to signal. Right in the parking lot, they show you to flick your signals. That's the first thing you do. That's high true. Be- Is it signals then high beams and then horn? Horns last. At Are you talking about me. for the exam? For the exam, we're talking. Oh, I didn't. I didn't even need to flick really? my I high did. beams. So she came in. She said, "Flick your high beams, then hmm. signal right, signal left, and then horn." I know horns last, hmm. and they do the signals. I did the four ways. And then they check your brake cl- after. You do the same thing yeah. with your brakes. Yep. Like your backlight. Yeah. So, I mean. Hmm. I did my four ways, not my not my high yeah, beams. Yeah, I did that too, the four ways. Huh. Might be just an exam. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But, I mean, like, that's the first thing you do. Like, it's easy, too. When you're, t- when you're turning, it's right there in front of your left hand. Yep. Most vehicles just signal. Yep. It's easy. I don't understand. Up, down. Yeah, I don't get it. Americans, I expect it from. There are a lot of Americans that don't signal. No, they just drive. Which whatever, they drive fast. It's a war so zone. I don't care. They drive. Fa- I really don't care. I love it. They drive fast. I'm down. Speak out. It's great. Yeah. Look out for the police. They don't lollygag. I like that. It's when when people pass me flying, I love that because I'm like, it's awesome because you're like, all right, I won't get pulled over. That, that guy guy's getting pulled over, and I'm gonna pass him, and I'm be like, hey, what's up, bud? Thank you, thank you very much. Thanks for coming out, ladies and gentlemen. That's what I do. Hey, how do you like my license plate cover? I got the Red Wings on it. We lose a lot, but it sure looks good. Jeez. There you go. Holy. That's my oh, experience. Man. All right, we got another uh, couple minutes here. Uh, do you want to just quickly go over the awards that have been handed out so far? I mean, two of them are you first knew them. overall. Yeah, the first overall pick, Ty Nelson uh, receives the Jack Ferguson Award as the first that, overall pick. And a lot of people you hear all like that's a pointless award, but I mean, I don't Not think, really. I think it's a great. I think it's great. Like I think like that's important. Like you're a first overall pick in yeah. the league. I think that's important. I mean, I like that. So, yep. Good for um, him. Award number two. Well, award number three. The way they were great released. Great defenseman too, by the way, Ty Nelson. Yeah. 
Not power play North Bay. I'm excited You're for that. You're excited. Might have to make we're the drive make to North a trip Bay. to North Bay in yeah. October. And there will still be snow. Literally, we're going to have so many back-to-backs in October. I know, eh? Flint, Saginaw. Well, I like back-to-backs. Go Flint, so, like, Saginaw, North Bay. <laughs> right to North Bay. That'd be one heck of a trip. Sue, North Bay? Man. Go Friday, Saturday, oh, Sunday. They'll have like three feet of snow. Yeah, that's true. That's tough. Maybe we'll go at the end of September. Opening weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we gotta yeah, go to Marco, the, the, go pla- the place with less, the place with less, uh, like, not saying snow, because... And it, c- it could be the uh, opening ceremony to uh, the road to the 2021 MasterCard. And we want them. Whatever Memorial Cup it is. And we want the them. We want Kia. them to get the Mem Cup. I do, at least. So do I. Yeah, I want them to host it. I think yep. they'd be a great host. I like that Mem Cup Village vibe. We'll be back in May. Oh, yeah. Back in May. There'll but still be snow. I think it's important, though. Because there's to... snow right now in Hamilton and Bramford and everywhere. It's dumb. Stupid. And it's weird because, like, one second, like, it's snowing, it's slash sleeting, hailing, yep. doing whatever it's doing. Yep. And then, like, five minutes later, it's sunny out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's weird. Yeah, I get the clubs out. Oh, wait, it's snowing. Yep. I'll go put them back inside. Hey, it's snowing. Yeah. It's annoying. Whatever. Next award? Uh, yeah, the Eddie Powers Memorial Trophy as the uh, league's top scorer. So, obviously, that's Marco Rossi. He receives that award. Who but... the Wings would take if they pick fourth overall. Call it now. Solid player. He's the best two-way player in the league, in my opinion. Him, well, Phil that we had on today, Tomasino, I think he's up there too. Yep. Those two are neck and neck, I believe. Top players, like mm-hmm. top two A player at least. Yeah, Phil. If Phil's on Phil's Oshawa that all year, then he definitely yeah. is in the running a he lot ha- more. Phil has that Larkin jump to him when he skates. He got that jump in his step, like where it's fun to watch. Like when he gets the puck, you see him wheeling around, wind up there, mm-hmm. get the puck, right, like in his own slot and go end to end. Like those guys are fun to watch. They make plays and create so many spaces for their line mates. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'd like to play with them. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah, just go around the net, stick on the ice. Yep, bang, bang. Um, and then the third award that has been, well, it was the second, but uh, Leo Lalonde Memorial Trophy as the Overage Player of the Year goes we to Ottawa 67's Austin Keating. Yeah, I think that's who. Who do we? OA Player of the Year? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, we didn't have Lodnia, I can tell you that. Um, no. I think it was Keating. That's a long time ago. Yeah, I can't. But Keating, I can't even remember. But yeah, good for him. He deserves it. It's still upsetting that he didn't get the contract. I think that's another thing where it hurts. Like, yep. no playoffs. That hurts it a lot because there goes your chance, right? And that's unfortunate. But yeah. all the best at the U Sports level. Yep. Yeah, U Sports, yeah. too, is weird. Call CIS. Yeah, I know. I don't like the U Sports. C- what does CIS stand for? Canadian Institutional Sports? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. I don't actually don't know. Like NCAA, National Collegiate Athletic As- Association. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. U Sports, University Sports. Wow. I don't like it. That's I dumb. honestly don't. That's really yeah, dumb. I don't like it. I like CIS better. Yep. My so opinion. do I. But- uh, Austin Keating lead. this past season, 89 points in 58 games. He had 32 goals, 57 assists, and he was a plus 58. Yeah, that plus minus was owned by the Ottawa 67s. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, well, you're a big plus minus guy when it comes to the world of Chell, So Yeah, I'm a minus 14. That's yeah. terrible. And I have, I'm way over a point a game. Like, points-wise, I'm fine. Yeah. But... Plus minus is terrible. Yeah. I think I'm at plus 27. Yeah, don't go there. I'm jealous. Eh, I'm jealous. Thomas Holmstrom stand in front of the net. Yeah. That's all I do. I just skate. I remember the one game we were playing. I'm Dylan Larkin if I'm playing forward. I just skate. I remember the one game we were playing. I was just standing in front of the net. Puck made its way to the blue line. I think so. Puck made its way to the blue line, but I think it was either you or Joel that stepped up or Ben. I can't remember. And uh, I was the only one right next to the goalie. Got it on my backhand and uh, uh, beat him on the glove side. That goal the other night was sick. Or the blue line, five seconds left. I, yo, I can't believe you <laughs> scored that. That was so funny. And then we lost in overtime. Go over the blue line. Oh, well, got the point. Yeah, we should have won that game. Yeah. We're, we're pretty good. Yeah. Anyone that wants to challenge us there, too. Anyone listen? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone You've been wanting to put this out there. Yeah, I keep forgetting. But anyone that wants to challenge us, let us know on Twitter. I mean, at the own 60 podcast. Yeah. I mean, anyone that wants to challenge us, challenge us. 
We're down for a game. Three sixes. We're fine. Our team. We got a new logo. We got new jerseys. They're looking pretty good. So I still got the red though. Don't worry. Oh yeah, we, we still got the red. red. We still got the red. Don't yeah. worry. Go wings. Yeah. All right. Well, time to wrap it up. But yeah, good cha- show this week. Challenge us. Challenge us. Yep. We'll play you. Yeah. Thanks Let's again go. to Phil Tomasino for joining us. Uh, can't wait to see him in uh, in Nashville, yellow and blue. Nashville. Next that's year. exciting. Yeah. Nashville got a good pick there. Do you think Craig's they have a ritual better. where they have to like hit a car with a bat that's as their initiation? That'd be cool. Remember when they had the jet when they played Winnipeg? That was sick. And they had the jet out yeah, front. That was Smashing awesome. It. That'd be cool. I mean, I didn't like when they beat us out there a few a long time ago. Now I was gonna say I didn't like <laughs> it's that. Been a while. I didn't when they threw the catfish. Oh well, whatever. But I mean, I love Smashville though. Like I love that. Like. I'm just not a huge country guy, so I'm like, uh, but like I think I go see a game. Yeah, but but that fits it so much. So like that strip up to the arena. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that was sick. That viewing party when they're on the road. Yeah, the Stanley Cup final. That was they lost, unfortunately, but yeah, but that vibe there around the city. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, like I think that's one of the better markets in the NHL. Like, you speak of hockey town, you got the state of hockey. Nashville's up there too. Yep, I agree. All right. Well, thanks to Phil. That's Tomasino. A, That's it. Yeah, um, yeah. Next week we'll have another guest for you too, but we won't Fun tell one. you right now because no. you know, you'll find out later. Yeah, we'll week tease it. Now. Yeah, next we'll tease it or this Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. That's accurate. Yeah, yeah. we'll do that. Yeah, Sunday. It's Tuesday. We'll it's Tuesday now. Yeah, it's Sunday. Yeah, Sunday night probably. Yeah, yeah. sometimes Sunday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, we're fine. Yeah. All right. Time to go. Hey now, play the Wings Goal song.